And now, this week's edition of Big Face with your host, Samantha Jane Tilton. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Face. I'm your host, Sammy Jane Tilton, and my guest today, Lauren Tobe, actor, photographer, children's TV show creator, which I'm sure we're going to hear about. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I love your podcast. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Sammy. I'm so happy you're here. Yes, I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm first so time. Excited. It's first time. First time <laughs> guest, everybody. Uh, but longtime friend. So I know Lauren um, from studying in the same acting class. Like how many years ago? I think it was literally like eleven years ago. Was it really? 10, because I know I met my husband around the same time as starting class. And I think it was just a bit before that. So yeah, it's been like 10, 11 years. That's nuts, man. I and, know. And, and, it's, and it's so cool because so we weren't, like we were connected through social media and stuff, but then we reconnected in the last couple of years. After I had kids. Yep. So Lauren's also- I don't also, know what happened. We sort of- I know, but like I it's- I always thought of you. Ditto. And there's certain people, like, whenever we, now that whenever we're together, we just buy, like, we're just wow. on the same page. It's just so easy. What happened? I was so, busy having babies. That's what I, I was doing. That's what I was going to say. So, like, for those of you that don't know Lauren, which would be crazy, because uh, Lauren told photography, her stuff is amazing, but you have two kids. So, Lauren's had two kids and been freaking busy as hell. I have been quite busy. And, um... But it's good. Yeah, tell us. So, what's going on? So, uh... What a st- want to jump in. So Lauren told me yesterday that she sure. had news for me. And, I do. Uh, I, and you know, I did photography for years, right? First I started acting and then I didn't have any confidence in it. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to take a break from this. I'm going to start my photography business. Cause I thought headshot photographers were like the coolest people. And I was like, <laughs> I want to be that person. I want to do that. So when I did it, I built my business for many years. So much fun. I got to meet like the coolest people, but then I kind of got sick of it as I do with my life. <laughs> so I got married and had kids and then I was like, great. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sick, of sick of it. Having kids, but I'm like sick of this. I'm sick of like, cooking three times a day. I'm like scrubbing. All I do is scrub, scrub, scrub. Well, you're like, so anybody that doesn't know Lauren, like you're so, you are such a ball of energy and spunk. And like, I feel like it would take a lot for you to just sit still with something for your whole life. I feel like you're always looking to change and grow. I know, I'm actually trying to like chill out a little bit. Um, Tangent, I got really bad COVID. And I think the reason I got it so bad is because when I was sick, I didn't rest. And then I had it for like five or six months. So I didn't know um, if you wanted to I talk got about it this. In but... like late Fab, it doesn't matter. It's just like I am a ball of energy and I do do so much. And I actually think that this coronavirus was like, okay, you need to calm down. Like you are actually not enjoying your life because you're so focused on getting to the next thing that I got coronavirus and it really taught me that I do need to slow down and that more will come of my life if I just take it day by day, step by step have goals in mind and stop like running around cleaning so much. (laughs) So funny because I've had to like, for the past uh, five weeks, I've had to stop being like crazy with cleaning. And so- I know, what's with the cleaning? It's like great cleaning. I've gone completely insane. And so I just want to share with people that are tuning in because you've been a huge help for me in going through what I'm going through because people don't know. So 
I have been sick for the past uh, almost five weeks with, I'll share this because um, with a somewhat of a fever and a lot of the, just a lot of crap. And You have coronavirus. Right. So, <laughs> so Lauren has had the exact same thing for going on six months now. I mean, it started, I either got sick in February and had a relapse in March or had something else in February and then got it in March. I actually don't know because there were no tests available, but right. I've seen like every top doctor and they're all like, you have long haul COVID. Yeah. It's basically post viral inflammation. I'm no longer contagious. They don't think so. I'm still not like shooting anyone or anything. Yeah. Um, they don't think it's contagious, but it's like inflammation in your brain. It's inflammation in your body. It's and, no fun. So right, don't get coronavirus. Yeah. Mask. So yeah. So just I've tested now. Doctors are still testing me. I was at the hospital yesterday getting more and more tests, which Lauren has lived with for months. So ridiculous. I'm, I I shouldn't even be able I'm to like talk BFFs about it. I'm like BFFs with all my doctors. I'm Seriously, like, Marty, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> it's so true, Lauren's like, okay, so this is what's what. So you got to ask the doctor. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the test you need. It's because they don't have an answer. I tested negative so far three times for coronavirus. You did. And 0.0 antibodies, not even like 0.1. And they don't know what's wrong with me. Some people don't produce antibodies. Right. So it's bizarro. Um, We're lucky that we were able to meet today because each day depends on I mean, how weird would it be that we both had long-term fevers at the same time during a global pandemic that's known to cause long-term fevers? Yes. Um, And just so, and I I just wanted to, to just call attention to it because if there are people out there that are struggling and they don't know what's going on, like you're not the only person. And there's a lot about this virus that people don't know. Doctors don't know. They're still uncovering. So hang in there. Let's I also love talking Warren. about it. So just was, message me. I'll be like, I will give you all the details. I don't know why. I think it's because I felt so like messed up for so long and everyone was saying you're crazy. Like I was like, no, I'm not like, look at my temperature. I had a lot of like, you just have anxiety. It's not anxiety. I've never gotten a fever from anxiety. I've never gotten fevers before. Maybe when I was a kid, we've spoken about yeah. this. Like, and I've had a fever every single day for the past five weeks, guys. Like it's seriously. Real. And my brain, there's sometimes where I'm just like, like my boyfriend will talk to me and I'm just like. Oh, I crashed yeah. my car. That's, <sighs> she's not kidding. She's not kidding. Wall. <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> like, it's like my, your brain just like. Fried. Yep. It's in your brain. It causes cognitive decline. But my doctor's like, the only thing to do is like work your body, like move around. I know. Cause I thought just rest, which is definitely rest. But also he's like, I just don't want you to be like bedridden either. You need to like get your body. You moving. need to get your body. My husband's like, I'm going to buy you crossword puzzles. So you can like work your brain out like a grandma. And I was <laughs> like, I do go to bed really early. I have like a gin and tonic every night. I, I, like I eat dinner at 4.30. Crazy. I eat dinner at 4.30. I mean, it would fit the stereotype. I mean, it fits my personality, grandma. <laughs> it really does. Like a very, very high, strong energy grandma. <laughs> I love like morning news. I'm like, did you see the dog that that plays with the duck? It was adorable. You always tell me news. You're like, you're news. like, well, there's this article. You're like, Grandma, I do this every Grandma, single day. <laughs> I freaking love you. So, okay. So that's so anyway, stuff. Yes. So we're happy that- to slow down. So yes, I am yes. a very energetic person. COVID has made me, it, I think it, I think anyone who gets long haul COVID, this is me being weird. 
is a type A person, is a person who does too much, is a helper. It's, it's sort of like chronic fatigue syndrome. It just is like, nope, time for you to slow down. Your body always tells you. So like you have to listen. So I'm listening and I listened to my body and I rested all summer. I finished my TV show and now I am filming in September. I have the dates. I'm filming September 13th and 19th. It's like my dreams coming true. Let's hope there's not another lockdown, but I'm not going to like put that out into the world. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, slowing down actually helped me rev up. You know what? It's sometimes, I don't know, for me, it's been hard, but also useful to have to sit with myself and yeah. like you had to sit with yourself and then that wind up in, it wound up in its own time getting yep. you to this point with your show. I mean, like I take naps now. I am a grandma, literally. I have to take my morning nap. <laughs> I love that. I and wish I, I could nap. I don't nap. Myself. Oh, I forced myself. I started like meditating. Um, I started, I've changed. I'm like a completely different person. I used to be, I don't know, just very regimented and scientific. And now I'm like, okay, I think there is something else. Like I need to pay attention to my energy. I did acupuncture. It actually got rid of the fever. You were saying after that. going to every medical doctor known to the universe, couldn't help me. Went to acupuncture as a last ditch attempt. I was like, whatever, I'll try this wacko. <laughs> she like did all this crazy shit. I went into like a deep meditation, which I am not like, I'm not, a, do I look like a meditating person? I'm not like, oh, I'm, not, I'm like a psycho. Um, I went into a deep meditation and I was like, whoa, this is what all these spiritual people are talking about. Like, oh my God, different like consciousness is happening right now. Whoa, I feel energy blockages. <laughs> it's amazing I, to tap really, into that. that. Night, my fever was 98.6. It that's, see, and I like, I believe in something else, but then, but it's hard to always believe that because it's like, there's not always proof. I but literally never believe anything. And now I'm like, I wish this didn't happen so I could validate the rest of my life of like extreme atheism and science. <laughs> but like, that's not what happened. And I had a completely different experience and it really helped me. That's such a positive spin on what can be a very negative experience right now. I don't think that my long-term COVID has been a negative experience. I think it's been one of the most informative things that's ever happened to me and it's going to change my life for the better. You're, I, I know it already has. And just by, from the time, like even speaking months ago when it was, and it can still be really hard, but when it was really hard and then the positivity you have about it now, when I'm like negative Nancy, which I've been feeling like, uh, you've been like, you're like, nope think positive and like, it's going to be, well, think good. about what it's teaching you. Like this isn't happening to everybody. I know you are also like me. You are a go-getter. You're always like, what can I do more? What can I do more? You're very high energy. It's yeah. teaching these high energy people to slow down. And of course, like for some people it's not right. Like this is just a way for me to feel better about it. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a horrible virus and it is a horrible, 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 things to people. I wouldn't wish this upon anyone, yeah. but I'm just trying to take my personal experience and not be upset that I basically lost six months of my life. And yet you didn't because look where you are now. Like it all, I, I, That's I, it. Yeah. I feel the same way. Cause I'm like, I, I started Wim Hof. Do you know what Wim Hof is? It's like this breathing. Oh, we'll talk about Wim Hof. It's like <laughs> changing my, I my friend told me I have to, hold, Hunter, are you okay? 
Okay. That's her son. I should have to check on my son because yeah. like then I get like freaked out. He has my necklaces and like <laughs> Grady's gonna like, choke himself. Her kids are the cutest ever. He's asking me if I want to come in his house. I will come in your house in a little bit. <laughs> Sammy. Okay, I'll sleep in your bed. Go in your bed. I'll see you in a bed. <laughs> okay, Being a mom. Hunter. Hunter, I gotta talk to you in a bit. I love you. This is real okay, life, though. This is, this is real life. This is, I mean, this is like, if this you is kid, my life. This, this is, is coronavirus real life. Yeah, real life. There's kids everywhere yeah. and there's no escape. <laughs> yes, all the time, no matter what. Oh. I'm lucky my daughter isn't climbing on my back. I, where is Indy right now? But yeah, I had to take care of two kids while I was sick. It was crazy. Here, say hi to Hunter. Hi, buddy. <laughs> I didn't Hunter. see him. Hi, Hunter. She, he can't hear you, but oh, he, yeah, because you're in my Hi. ear. <laughs> so is okay, that face not doing, the cutest let's keep doing ever? This. Yeah, so Hunter's going to hang. Okay, you can hang hey, with me. To kids, I'm a big cartoon character anyway, so this should be fun for him to just watch me. You're going to have to be on my show. Yes. So, we, yes, we had to talk about your show. Um, he's like, all right, I'm done yeah. with uh, So, okay, so let's talk. Yeah, so I wrote a TV so, show. I was really unhappy with what I was seeing actually on YouTube because my kids are like obsessed with holding a phone and watching TV. Kids are obsessed I, with YouTube. It's bizarre. Um, I also found that I was really sick of seeing uh, cartoons and no live action. Like I feel like when I grew up I had like and when you grew up we had Mr. Rogers. We had Barney which had like a lot of real life kids. We had Sesame Street which was yep. like real people. Now it's all these like hyper animated like very intense situations like Paw Patrol, which is like, I gotta save the elephant from death. From death. <laughs> and it's like so stressful. And it's a lot like a yes. cat has floated into the ocean. What are we gonna do? It's like, that doesn't happen, first of all. Right. It's not real life. Like it's not grounded in reality. It's teaching nothing. It's just teaching, teaching kids nothing. to be super stressed out. I don't, I actually really don't see any educational value in it whatsoever. Too colorful, too noisy. Kids are going to all be like ADHD running all over the place from these things. I don't want that. You know, when I don't want to share any of your episodes that we've worked on, but you can, is it okay if I say something? Yes. So Lauren just said uh, a little bit ago about how important it is for us to listen to our bodies, especially right now through all of this. And that was one of the episodes that we worked on when we were yeah. writing it was like, that's like, and, and going into sensory stuff as opposed to, because I feel like what you're saying, everything with kids shows is like, it's all external. It's all big and noisy and colorful. And it's just, it's all external. It doesn't make them go inward. And yeah. so it was interesting. We talked about smells and memories and. Yes. And you know, we didn't even say that you were working on this too. Like you have been editing my scripts, making them better. You're a huge awesome. asset to the show. They're awesome. I'm super excited for you to be a producer when we get picked up by Amazon. Hell yeah. Right? It's so Guys, it's, I'm so happy the shoot dates are set and knock wood. Like, cause it's so, it's so beautiful. And the idea, I just can't wait to see it. I'll just tell you really quickly. Yeah. Not you, cause you know what it is. But I'll <laughs> tell, <laughs> I'm watching. Um, it's about a magical babysitter who takes two kids, I am gonna be the magical babysitter, the two kids are my kids, on 
adventures, mostly through nature, connecting them to the world, to themselves and to those around us so they can understand who they are and what their place is in the world. And we do solve problems. They have very, I'll get you some. They have very um, simple problems like, uh-oh, we ran out of milk. <gasps> what that's are we going to do? Thinking. We have to go get some milk because that's a real life problem. And then we solve the real life answer. Then my son's like, where does the milk come from? And then we explore where that comes from. And it's very grounded in reality. It's still going to be funny. It's still going to have a little animation here and there oh, to so get fun. their attention. But I don't want it to be stressful. And I feel like a lot of kids shows are very stressful. I feel like they're so quick. Like you, you spoke about Mr. Rogers. It's amazing because there was such a stillness with Mr. Rogers. Like, it was, yeah. There, was, there wasn't all this high octane stuff. It was just, it was simple and it was meaningful. It was him. He was grounded. I don't think I can be Mr. Rogers. No. I am very hyper. You're not Mr. Rogers. <laughs> You're your own <laughs> beautiful blend. And like, he's like amazing. He's like the god of children's television. But if I Is could just get a piece of that, I'd be happy. But the fact of the fact of trying to slow things down to try and bring meaning to what kids are taking in, yes, is so needed. You know, it's so funny. I'll just tell you, uh, John, my boyfriend. He um, one day he was like with his niece, and uh, t tell me, does Hunter need you? <laughs> well, Hunter, come get yourself there. See, she's a mom. Oh my she God, I'm all. so sorry. No, he's don't telling ever me. be sorry. Don't ever say sorry. Hold on. So, Do you want to pause it for what's the machine? Sure. We'll pause because this is mommy okay. time and, and we get it. What? Hold on. We're going to pause. Hunter, I have to go. Don't be sorry at all. Seriously, don't say sorry. Sorry, guys. You're, okay, the, so you're the best. Tell me about what your boyfriend was Oh, yeah. Saying. So, and he was just like, he was next to his niece and she was watching something on YouTube and <laughs> it was just like, how to remove lime scale from a toilet and like and he was there like there's horrible stuff out there but she like, like what is this it's like he's like how did you start watching that and she's like i don't know like she just landed watching like how to get soaps come out of a toilet like okay. that's great to know but kids don't you know it'd be I something useful like, how do you get so let's watch this i know actually <laughs> wait this is very useful why don't you practice <laughs> Guys, go get the supplies are here. Here's the toilet. Have a good day. I was, I swear, after you told me, I'm like, I always want to know, how do you get lime scale out? <laughs> <laughs> Just thought that was so funny. So a way to direct them to something useful and meaningful. Yeah. And even the, the high end stuff, I don't really like that. Like there is stuff that's great out there. Yeah. Like Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood is excellent. I love the Wiggles. I love um story box so cute i haven't seen like that there's some good ones but i want more live action and that's why i am doing this and i also want the kids to have a connection to the earth because our earth is sick and we need to heal it and the next generation to respect where food comes from and so important we talked about that we talked about we even we spoke about when we when we we're doing some of the writing like dirt and that they would touch the dirt or like, and feel, what does the dirt pretend feel like? to feel, yeah. Smell like. No, what, I can like smell these, dirt right now. Isn't that crazy? That, and that's the thing. And that's also being an actor, like that the yeah. susceptible to like, to that suggestion. But the that's, influence. yes. And so mm -hmm. like, you know, that's, that stuff is so important because I even, I'll speak for myself, like technology alone is so distracting that like I stop paying oh my attention God. to my impulses because I, a ding and I'm out of whatever experience I was in. 
Yes. I'm working with a, a coach right now, like a sort of career coach, life coach, mental coach. And she recommends, her name is Karen Aldad. She's so freaking good. I love her. Um, she we recommends not looking. Yeah, I know. I just, it's crazy. We're yeah. dealing with coronavirus. Yes. That's why we didn't talk about that. <laughs> We're like, we are so sick. Um, oh and gosh. she says, don't look at your phone for an hour when you wake up in the morning. That's and great. schedule in times to check it and then don't look at it because it is the number one thing that's getting in the way of your, you being productive. It's not good for you because you need to focus. You know, it's funny because uh, I was on, I told you this, I was on a Zoom game night recently with my brother and his friends. And it was like one of the games we were playing was inventions. And mm -hmm. mine was uh, cell phoneless existence or something. And it was like a creation. Because I, I mean, I grew up in a time I didn't grow up with cell phones, but kids now Me either. we didn't have like a constant. I actually boom. was also more grandma Lauren. I was the <laughs> last person to get a smartphone, like out of anyone. The only reason I did it is because I was dating like techie husband, <laughs> and he's like, I need to be able to text you, and I was like, I don't text. I do That's amazing. I didn't know mm -hmm. that. I didn't get one until like 2012. That's like very late. That is. Wait a minute. That's very late. I had a flip phone. I had a, uh, oh, okay. So smartphone, I don't know when I got, but I was one of the first people with a cell phone. I had like a Zach Morris cell phone. <laughs> I remember I had, um, <laughs> what are those, Zeltac, it like, like went like, up. Oh my God, yes. What was that? <laughs> oh my God. It was next, next, uh, oh my God. What were they called? StarTech. Star StarTech. I think you're right. I think, like StarTech. They're, they're like chunky and then they open and you. The, yes. And then oh I remember feeling like a loser because everyone else had those like weird pink ones. Do you remember? The Motorola? Like, the, yes. Yes. And I was like, that's a rich peer person phone. Like that is not for me. So funny. I'm buy one now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy all your Motorola's. I'm going to buy all your damn Motorola's. <laughs> so awesome. Okay. So you're, so the dates are set. Dates are set. We're going to film. I don't know what the plan is. Like I need to get more into how am I going to sell this? What's the plan? I'm putting a lot of money into it. Are so you really? Yeah. I mean, maybe not for a film production, but like for me, for, <laughs> like a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so I really need to figure out like, what do I think that Amazon's going to buy this for? What is Hulu going to buy this for? Like how, what's my return? What, do, what do I, my demands when I sell it, I need to figure out. So if anybody knows, message me. <laughs> Seriously. That's, but this is why we talk about it because. Cause I think it's a good idea. Oh, it's, and, and guys, once, once you get it, like once you see it and you understand how meaningful it is and how different it is from other children's shows out there, Oh. It's, it's really significant. It's, I've told Thank you this, you. like when we've talked about me being a part of it, working on it, it's, it's, I'm like, it's an honor. And it, like, you always say like, you trust my instincts and my instincts on this. I do trust like, you have very good instincts. They were, thank you. And they were like, from the, like from the get go, I was like mm -hmm. a very gut instinct that this was really, really good and really solid. And you don't hold back. You tell the truth. Yeah, I do. So I really take that to heart. Thank you. That's what I yeah. just, you, you're always spot on. Like, I think it's because you're a casting director for so long that you like Maybe. know, I remember Shay did, you, our friend Shay did. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. And you gave her feedback and Anthony, our teacher, who is like the best was like, that's it. And I was like, <laughs> yes, Sammy. 
it's true. That's it. That's what that scene means. Like you have these instincts that are like Thank you. spot on. That was, it's so funny because like Anthony is like so on point. And so when he was like, I was like, I was like, you were like oh, that was <laughs> me. Oh, I feel what? good about this idea. <laughs> I know. You can just hand it over. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but so it's so funny, but learning to like listen to our bodies and trust our instincts. Yeah. And so like, that's, I feel like that's what's, you know, creatively trusting my instincts. It's, it's harder when it's I on have to my trust my instinct and then yeah. get that. This is also the coach. I'm like a coachy yeah. person now. I, I get the, the feeling. I go for what I feel like I want to do. I felt like I wanted to make a new show. Then I write it down and then I make it happen. That's, it's the taking the first step to do it. Everything is, I've done in life, like I built a good photography business. I got good. married. I got kids. <laughs> I do. I'm doing a show. Anything I've had success at doesn't come overnight. It's like baby steps, baby step, baby step, baby step. But when you do baby steps for six months, it's a leap, and all of a sudden you have a show, and all of a sudden you have a director. But it, when you think about it, it overwhelms me. It's when so I think like, That's me. oh, I want to do a headshot business where I know all the lighting and I have a system and I want to be one of the best headshot photographers and have clients calling me every day. You know, 10 years ago, I was like, oh God, I, that's stressing me out even thinking about even it. Think, right. I can't even think about it. So then I just thought, okay, I'll just do some people for free. I'll do some free stuff. Mm -hmm. I'll work on it. And I obsessed over it. I think that's another thing why I was able to do it is because I'm quite an obsessive person. I obsessed with getting better, 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 better. And over time, trial and error, perseverance, resilience, failing sometimes and coming yeah. back from it. I find it interesting that I was able to fail as a photographer and not as an actor. Hmm. Why like when I failed is? as an actor, it was like so attached to my self-worth you know that I was like, I can't do this. But when I like screwed up a photo session, I could just be like, hey, let's do another. And then I get better. What do you, you, so it's really interesting because I remember in class, I remember when you, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. You had, you had like such a terrible experience and were so upset on stage. Mm -hmm. And I remember it. And you, you were like, I think you even walked out of class. I quit. I you quit. I, I quit that day. <laughs> you quit that day. Yeah. And, and I, and you, it was so painful for you. And it was, and I got it so much. Mm -hmm. I got it because like I, I, acting is such a weird thing, but like I get in my own way. And it is like, there were times when I first started acting where I would be on stage and Anthony would tell me to do something. Mm -hmm. And I was so in my own way that I would, I slammed things down and I was like, I can't, I, I can't. That. You yeah. do? I was like, I can't yeah. do it. I just couldn't. And it is so painful. And so why do you think do you think it's because like photography is an external, like it's a piece that you put out externally, but acting is so intertwined with like the product is part of within? I think it's because I was using external, external validation to measure my self-worth instead of self-acceptance. I just got the chills hard. That's I think that's why. Say that one more time. I forgot. I, I have COVID <laughs> brain. I don't remember what I said. Just rewind. <laughs> you said, no, I know what you said. I wanted to like hear you say it again because it was. I think that what, it, what 
I, I was using other people to determine my worth. So if someone said that wasn't good, I felt like I wasn't good. If someone said you could do better, I felt like I was, I was, I felt shame. Like I felt ashamed. Um, I've been reading a lot of Brené Brown and she talks about how mm. failure is part of the process and you just have to be in, a, in the arena. I wasn't willing to fail and sh be vulnerable and, sh and screw up because I was a perfectionist. I was so scared of not being perfect and being ashamed and feeling shamed by my peers and um, you people above me, my teachers and I was so tied up in the career being a success to validate myself that I ruined everything. <laughs> but I grew from it. Like, we're good. No, no. I'm, I'm just... I felt like if I didn't do a scene right, it wasn't just that I didn't do the scene right. It's that I was not a good person and I was not a good actor and I wasn't worthy of living. I, I, I get it. Like, that's... It's... It's one of those things like, you know, there's this piece of myself and I, I share this with like, not really anybody, but I, I'm going to share it here for some reason. <laughs> like, so, you know, my mom passed away when I was 16 and she was sick with cancer. And it's like, there's always a part of me that is, feels like if I was more special, if she would have loved me more, she wouldn't have oh. died. I know. And it's, and my, when I've said that to my brother, my brother's like, Sammy, you really think that? And I'm like, I know logically that's not the case, but inside that oh is God, what it feels is, like. Yeah. And so every, for me, every time I feel like I didn't do it well enough, there was this part of me, it's like, you're not special enough. That's so you're rejected or you're. And you blamed everything that bad happened to your life on yourself. That's yeah. a horrible belief. You need to get rid of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Working on it. Years of therapy, man. <laughs> but what you, but you just, you, you said similar stuff and your reasoning might not be the same. Oh yeah. No, it's why... very similar. It's just about dismantling your belief system. Is that true? Do you really think that's true? No. Is that true? No. Logically it's not. It's not. True, of course right? not. It's, it's not an true. amazing thing. How, how, these beliefs, they're not fact, but they present themselves as fact when it comes as a feeling. Like it is this thing, like it's solid. The feeling oh, feels I like it's- I have a belief that I'm too fat to be on TV for kids. And that's- I, Is there right. any, like, that's so not true. There's no weight limit to be on TV. It's not like the camera's like, whoa, nope, not gonna And you know what? And all the people I look up to are heavier. I don't look up to any wafy, I mean, nothing wrong with being fit and thin yeah, on yeah. TV. Like, I'm like, go you. Yeah, good for you. All the people I really look up to, like Amy Schumer and Mindy Kaling, and these awesome women, they don't, they're just like, whatever. I care about the art. I don't care about my body. I mean, and, I'm sure they do. I'm, and right. I'm sure they have their own But they things, do it but anyway. They, they do, do it anyway. anyway. And that's they don't the believe thing. that it can get in the way of their success. And you know what? Even if they do, if they have their fears or whatever, they've done it anyway. And yeah. so like, when you talk about weight, that kept me back so for so many years because I thought I had to look a certain way and be perfect and be this. And the thing is, the second that I went, I look exactly as I am, I may never be any thinner or whatever, I'm gonna start living exactly as I am right now. Yeah, and, that's it. And things like, 
it's such bullshit. You have so much to offer. You are so wonderful. And the fact, but I, 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 I'm not yelling this at you. I'm just saying, cause I identify the fact it's that it's like a woman thing. We put our worth. Yeah. <laughs> and on, a man like thing, that. Sure I'm sure, but there's, I'm sure it's both, but there's a special validation of your self-worth and self-acceptance and self-love. So you, so you said that about acting, why you weren't able to do that with acting, but you are now going to be starring in your children's show show so oh because i am done with all that bs we are we have given birth to two children <laughs> i have been through the ringer with them and i'm like i just believe i could do it and i believe that i should be on tv and i believe that i should be able to make something better for children i think it's also because i'm doing something that's not focused on myself i'm doing this to serve kids i'm not doing this to serve my ego you know, what's funny is that I have a hard time taking the steps to do something for myself or making, we've spoken about this, but making a space for myself or a project for myself. And then this podcast yeah. and, and YouTube show, the only reason it happened was because it became not about me at all. And because you're that, serving others. And the, and hopefully I am, but the thought of that and that hopefully it could help anybody else. It got me out of myself. I don't watch these back even after I do them. I trust that oh I can Oh my God, I'm not going to watch it. Sorry. That's a, really? I haven't reached that level. <laughs> I'm not like Oprah yet. Like. But you'd think even with editing that I'd watch it back. I don't. I, I edit just to blah, blah, blah and put it out there. It is what it is. Done. Because <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's not about me. And I think whenever I'm casting and actors come in or when I'm teaching class, I always say to them, Think about, go ahead, do you need them? Do you need no, 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 I, I want to hear this so badly. No, no, no. I was just going to say when I... Okay. Keep telling me I want to hear what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, um, when people, when I'm teaching people and stuff, I always say, instead of going into a casting and thinking about like what you can get, like, can I get this role? Can I get, think about, instead of what you can get, think about what can I give to this? How can I be of service? How can I be of service to this script? What can, that is the key to life. It is like, it's not about me. How do I bring myself to others about How can them, I contribute? About, exactly. How, How can, can I, I can contribute to this amazing piece that this writer Yes, wrote? and whatever it is, if, they're, if they care enough about it, even if I don't like the script, how do I do service to this to, be, to give to this other person's creativity? It's, if it's yep. not about me, it is so much easier to get out of my own way and do it. So true. Key to life. So like, get out of your own way and serve other, like you could be nice to yourself, but like serving other people feels really good. Yeah. It do, and I think then feeling better about yourself. It makes you feel good. It's yeah. still selfish in the end. Like it's you're still, still so, but it's not, like, it's not I, derived from there. Like I'm doing this for other, for kids, but that's going to make me feel amazing. Are you kidding me? I get to like hang out with my friends, sing songs, dress up like a fairy. I'm like so happy. I got to say, I don't know if you're like this. I, I can be a big isolator by nature. And mm -hmm. I, sometimes I'll be scheduled to do one of these with somebody. And you can't I, do it. And I know in my head, I'm like, the last thing I want to do is talk to anybody right now. I just want to be by myself. I'll, I'll be like negativo. And as soon as I am with the other person, I'm out of myself. I am so much happier. Like I leave the call, I leave the interview and I'm like, you feel like you've person. done something. You're an extrovert. We love communication. I We're know. people. We're humans. We're humans. Look, he misses me. You what? <laughs> 
course he does. I have She's to awesome. turn it on. I'm going to take you guys on a trip yeah. to the bedroom. Look at us. <laughs> we get a trip and everything, guys. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, he needed to show. We're very into lightning and thunder these days. See, this is, what the heck is this? I was. <laughs> this is horrific. Yeah, what is this? It's terrifying. I don't know. Why <laughs> am I letting my child watch this? I'm a it's bad mom. terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. No wonder why my kids wake up in the night screaming. I was up in the middle of the night all last night from like 2.30. Well, you should have come here and hung out with my daughter. She was up all night? She's been up every night. She has like separation anxiety. I know you said that the other day we were talking, you're like, I have to go. I have to go sleep with her. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember. Yeah, we were chatting on the phone. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you were texting. You're like, ah. I was like, so funny. So I know you don't have all the time in the world right now, right? I have a little bit more until um, okay. I, I got to get my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I want to talk a little bit more about your show. Um, uh, okay, let's, so tell, I was, because I was going to turn a corner for a second, but let me ask you, now we ask you, um, if you could do exactly what you wanted to do, mm-hmm. like, what would that be? Would it be acting? Would it be like what if this ideally? Is a big all question. I, I really if wish I could do anything I wanted to do. Yeah. I would want to be a amazing writer who writes her own show, stars in her own comedy. I basically want to be Mindy Kaling. Like she is like my ultimate. Like, oh my God. But then I also love children's TV. So I'd be just as happy being Mr. Rogers. You know, like mm. writing my own shows. I would love to, I could see myself like doing the wiggles, you know, like with a big stadium full of kids. And I don't know if that'll ever happen again, but like, oh my God, like kids being like, I yeah, heard. and I'm like dancing and being a dork. Like, I just would love that. Like oh my- being able to work and collaborate with artists every day. And you're such a good collaborator. Like you're so, like, even when I have been in on your photo Am shoots I? and stuff. <laughs> Oh yeah. I, mean, I love so... doing that. I like doing the photo shoots. It's fun. That's I know. Even though you got out of photography, I, even after you were kind of over it, as soon as, it's like we just said, like, as soon as you're with the person, you're like, it's fun. It's yeah. Fun. It was it's just fun. exhausting me. I just like knew it wasn't my path anymore. Yeah. I was ready to, I, I don't know if I could ever do like an adult TV show. I think that's also a belief I have that needs like, why not? Why can't I? I was going to say, I don't and, know how to do it. Maybe I get a job somewhere, learn how to write comedy TV or something. Well, um, actually, um, I, we haven't spoken about this, but I'm uh, writing uh, and shooting a web series with actually another Apes and Night person. And you did it. And we're doing it. We are, it's, we're, we already wrote the first one and we're, whatever, we're going to plan on shooting the first episode, but uh, you're going to, you're going to be in it. And that way, and we'll start. I'm going to be in it? Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, let's, and then you're going to see that you can do adult sitcom. Yeah. That's, I, you know, I always felt like I could act in it. I just, I feel like my skills as a writer are not there. Because they're not, because I've never done it before. But I need to figure out, it's very annoying. Like, I know I want to do this. I know I can do this, but I don't have the tools to do it. Without getting into myself, the, this whole thing, I write. I can write a script. When it comes to writing comedy, 
I've Anthony always said I was made for comedy. I'm meant for comedy. You are made for I, comedy. That's what you are too. And we're the people always say that about us, right? Because you're funny. That's what you too. And you're expressive. And we have a lot of that. Our timing, but thank you. And yes, but it's like when it's up to me to come up with like to lay down the framework of the house for the comedy. I could I could throw myself in it. I get it. I could direct it. I could I could critique it. Maybe let's just do it together. Why can't we do that? What's like stopping us? What is so much better about someone else than us? I don't know. Like I don't I really think you learn. Like maybe I'll take a comedy writing course. Like why well, not just do that? Why let's don't we do just it. throw ourselves into let's that? Let's take the first step. It's a goal that I want to do to be able to write comedies, right? I so me as well. I just need to take steps to do it. Like my, my boyfriend, because he's been- All about the baby steps. Right? All about the baby steps. He's like producer and he's going through the scripts too. And oh, like- he's funny, right? Yeah, he's like he's a, a- He's a comic. He's yeah. a comedian. Yes. And he's got his <laughs> podcast and stuff. So um, Sammy, you are, you are literally dating a comedian. You're literally hilarious. Like- <laughs> So- You were meant for comedy. But I'm like, I can't do this. And he's like, have Why? you ever done it? Have you ever really done it? And it's like, you didn't no. Try. Why stop yourself before exactly. you try? Same to you. So let's freaking do that. Yeah. So I don't you... know why I'm like so in my own way about the things that I really truly want and the things that I like sort of want. I know. Like photography. I was like, ah, okay, I'll do that. And like, I actually do really want the children's show, but I was less attached to it with my ego than I was to being a good actor. I think it's because I like idolize these people. I like idolize these comedians and actors who are excellent. I think, it, and it's I, almost intimidating too. how much I idolize them. And it's not that I don't want to do kids TV. Like I love it, but I don't idolize. Right. You know, it's more fun, playful. It's fun. It's playful. There's no like strings attached. It's, it's just for fun. Yes. But I don't know why I can't do that for acting and writing for adults. Yet. Yes. What happened? <laughs> oh, you're all good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're, we're gonna work on that. Before I have to let you go. Work on that. Yeah. I mean, short, I think yes. <laughs> I think yeah, so, I do. So let me. I could so, talk to you for like another two hours. I know, hours, and we're, we're totally gonna do this. Uh, and, it's about and, it's about like nightmare time, it's dinner time, it's crazy time. It's, all right, so then I have a, one more question for you. Yeah. Um, so there is a portion of my show that is called A Feather in Your Cap. <laughs> Feather in your cap. Okay. Yes. And by a feather in your cap, I mean a success or an achievement, something you've learned that you may use in the future or that you already learned and it's been useful in your life. And I wanted to know if you had a feather in your cap that you'd be willing to share with our viewers or listeners for them. I actually, I, the number one thing that I can say to anybody who wants to achieve anything, Birdie said it, right? Baby steps. Write your goal out and take little steps and it'll eventually happen. I and don't judge yourself if you fail. It's, it's, you said, it, you said it so succinctly and it, like so simply and it's such a challenging thing, but so thank you. Thanks you will get there. You're, you have all the time in the world. There's no time limit. I also I constantly put a time limit on myself. Like, oh, I'm friggin' 23. Like, oh my God, what I was know. wrong with me? I didn't get a friggin' Oscar by 20. Like, I know. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Ow, okay, I'm being like strangled right now. Okay, so tell us, we're gonna, we're gonna give uh, Hunter's mommy back. Tell us where we can keep up with you, Lauren. Um, I'll, I'll post uh, it on the, on the don't even. I don't know, 
Instagram, I, like I have nothing anymore. I'm trying not to use my phone, but good. I will be doing marketing stuff after this is filmed and I will be in all of your faces. That's what, That's hey, Daisy oh. Bees. Yes, Daisy Bees, I can't wait. So okay. guys, we're gonna get Lauren to be a mom. And uh, bye, 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 bye. bye, bye. So everybody, bye, thank everyone. you for tuning in, for watching, bye. for listening. Face. If you're not bye. watching, you're missing out on Hunter's cutie little face. But thank you so much, Lauren, for being here. Hi, Hunter. And Thanks, Sammy. Talk thank to you, you so much. Guys, tune in next week and support us to keep this thing going. Like, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. We love you and we appreciate you. Yeah. And I love and appreciate you. Okay. <laughs> go, go. <laughs> Bye, Hunter. Oh, hi, Hunter. <sighs> hi, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. <laughs> Bye.